0: Oh, am a Ladies and gentlemen, 7 o'clock on a Saturday night. And as usual, that means it's time for the other podcast. I'm your host, Robert Stacy McCain. And
1: I'm not uh, hello, folks. It's the other guy on the other podcast here, John Hogue. And live and direct from Exotic. Valdosta, Georgia. How you doing, Diana?
2: I'm good. I'm good. Um, I need to talk to you this week. My uh, ear, my uh, uh, podcasting rig did not go through at all. I had to mm. use my. I had to go through my. Uh, 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 right through my uh, phone. Sorry.
0: Well, you sound okay. We'll get you. Okay.
1: Uh, we'll get it squared away.
2: Well, okay. is
0: it true what they <laughs> say about Dixie? Does the sun really shine all the time? <laughs> that's, a, that's a lyric from a song. Yeah, well. Anyways, hey. how are things in Valdosta, Diana? Well,
2: currently I'm in the middle of a thunderstorm. Ah. A big one. The, the rain is coming down in sheets. Oh. Um, there are many flickers of lightning and lots and lots of thunder
1: oh <laughs> yeah wow. I, well that explains what uh, occasionally with some of the
0: rumbling i'm hearing
2: <laughs> oh you're or gonna I... hear quite a bit of it i i i greatly am i greatly fear okay, <laughs> all right
0: well. well well uh you can read my good friend john hoag's blogging at Hogwash. Com. And
1: Stacey's been known to blog at theothermccain.com and other fine spots around the interwebs. And <gasps> Diana actually has a blog post up in the past week at deliadvancement.com.
2: Uh, I do, indeed.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, meanwhile, the Valdosta crime wave continues. Oi. Oh, hey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Police are investigating a homicide that took place Tuesday at 1220 a.m. Officers headed to the 1400 block of Baytree Drive after Mm -hmm. 911 received several calls about gunshots. According to a Valdosta Police Department statement, when police arrived, they found an empty parking lot. A search turned up a 22-year-old man with gunshot wounds lying on the ground behind some apartments. The man was declared dead at the scene by EMTs.
1: Uh, Diana, we're getting an occasional bit of scratching that doesn't sound like thunder.
2: Uh, I have no idea. Um, I, this little mic is maybe picking up, uh, my shirt. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I'm doing everything I can. (laughs) I know you are. I just
0: wanted to let you know. Meanwhile, elsewhere in Valdosta, yes, detectives determined there had been a fight in the parking lot which led to gunfire. The name of the victim has not been released. Police say the investigation is continuing. So yep. the uh, um, um, what is it uh, CSI Valdosta. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine yeah. that uh, yeah. that drama. Okay. Uh, Stacy. Uh, by the way, where's Baytree Drive?
2: Uh, well, what you it's basically over there to to I'm pointing off sort of in the to my right. <laughs> it's okay. a, it's it runs right by the university. Um, and it's kind of a long street. It goes all the way to the mall. Oh, okay.
0: Oh, it's out there by the mall. Okay, huh? I've been to that mall. Uh, any, in any case,
1: uh, we have gotten to the point of the year where when I put together the uh, <laughs> uh, list of stuff we're going to uh, talk about, we now have right at the top where it says, football, let Stacy rant. <laughs>
2: yes,
0: <laughs> that's right. Ooh. On Thursday night... Uh, the NFL Hall of Fame game was played in Canton, Ohio, uh, where the home team, the Cleveland Browns, uh, won 21-16 to 16 over the New York Jets. And uh, so now we're just like three weeks away uh, from the regular season, but uh, uh, we have uh, actual results, and the Jets... Lost to the Cleveland Browns, and I'm sure everyone is happy with that result
2: because nobody
0: It'll, likes the Jets. Well, okay. including the people in New York, Jets fans hate their team. Well, yeah, they know, do. Yeah, well, there are people in Baltimore that probably don't think much of the they have, Yeah, the Jets haven't. Uh, <laughs> the last time the Jets won a Super Bowl, Joe Willie <laughs> Namath guaranteed it. Yep. Uh, so well,
1: anyway, it could be worse.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, for uh, the get no, it couldn't be worse. It's well, actually the, the, per, the person who
1: had an interesting week this week <laughs> was <laughs> Donald Trump. <sighs> before we, before we get started on that, I have a I had and I'm not making this up, you know, post yesterday evening. Uh, there was a tweet from Secretary of State Blinken. That said, hold on to your hats for this (laughs) one. The United States strongly condemns Russia's conviction of opposition leader Alexei uh, (laughs) um, Navalny. 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 On, it's hard to say that when I'm laughing. On politically motivated (laughs) charges, the Kremlin cannot silence the truth. (laughs) Right, you know, it's like, yeah. I mean, I couldn't even come up with a snappy compact for that one. I just had to just leave that right there. And
0: <laughs> Yeah. they, they, they Don't worry, many, they'll swallow it. <laughs> among many things that Merrick Garland uh, lacks, uh, irony and self-awareness yeah, well, are, are near the well, top of yeah, the but list. That's, Yeah, but the
1: Secretary of State trying that one was pretty good.
0: Uh, but uh, Oh, you, I'm sorry, Anthony Blinken. Why out. was I thinking of Merrick Because Garland. you were
1: probably thinking ahead to the next bit we're going to do, which starts mm. with your Banana Republic USA uh, post, where you kind of set the, the stage of what happened uh, from the beginning of June to now.
0: Yeah, Banana Republic mm. USA. I, I uh, feature a tweet from Greg Price. Uh, earlier this week in which uh, he pointed out the sequence of events. On June 7th, the FBI releases documents to Congress alleging the Bidens took a $10 million bribe from Burisma. On June 8th, Jack Smith indicts Trump in Mar-a-Lago Docs case, right? Mm Mm-hmm. July 26th, Hunter Biden goes to court and rejects sweetheart plea deal after it was revealed DOJ tried to give him blanket immunity from future prosecutions. prosecutions. And on July 27th, Jack Smith adds more charges for Trump in the Mm Mar-a-Lago case. July 31st. Hunter Biden's former business partner testifies to Congress that Joe Biden was on over 20 calls with his son's business partners and that Burisma executives pressured them to fire the prosecutor. And then on August 1st, Jack Smith indicts Trump again for January 6th. So so you see... (laughs) That there's a pattern developing here. You think? Yeah. And, yeah, I uh, think. <laughs> I pointed out, I pointed out, and I, I believe Mr. Trump actually picked up this theme uh, that while the grand jury in Washington, D.C., was busy indicting our former president, murders in D.C. have increased 19% this year and are on track for a 20 year high. So, uh, which is the greater threat? Getting shot dead in D.C., which, by the way, uh, my daughter is in, my, my youngest daughter is actually in D.C. right now as we speak. <gasps> it's scary, <gasps> yeah. Yeah, she's cat uh, sitting for some friends. Yeah. Okay,
2: I like cats as well as anybody else, but I'd pack the, my, the felines um, in, in some crates and bring them somewhere safe.
0: Well, uh, some friends of ours um, uh, got uh, actually an internship with NASA. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they moved to D.C. for that. And mm-hmm. so so they've got uh, – but they, it's a very nice apartment uh, that they're in. it's just uh, the traveling to and from the apartment that's the scary. Yeah. But anyways, <gasps> D.C. Uh, – are we supposed to worry about the uh, murderers, the carjackers, the drug dealers, and the rapists? Or are we supposed to worry about Orange Man
1: Bad? Well, it depends on who uh, is doing the story. But basically, it's like people have got no self-awareness in who they're, who they're uh, filing charges against or how the, they're doing the reporting about this. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's just absolutely amazing.
0: Yes, and I, I had another post this week called, uh, which got in, linked by our good friend uh, Glenn Reynolds at InstaPundit. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Everybody keeps indicting Trump <laughs> without regard for consequences, in which I cite CNN. <laughs> <laughs> Ryder et les chiots, ses amis, Viendront s'en occuper. Marcus, Ruben, Chase, Rocky, Zuma, Stella, yeah Ils vont arriver, pas de patrouille, pas de patrouille, Dès qu'il y a une embrouille. Pas de patrouille, pas de patrouille, Puis ils repartent en vadrouille. Rien n'est trop dur, les chiots assurent, Pas de patrouille, les rois la débrouillent. Aucun repos pour pas de patrouille, oh oh oh, Pas de patrouille, pas oh de oh oh, Pas de patrouille. Oh oh oh, pas de patrouille yeah it, uh, it is there's a french. version <laughs> is that the french yeah, version fine. i see <laughs> uh, folks in case you don't know every time i mentioned cnn on the podcast we played the theme no stop
2: <laughs> i knew you were
0: gonna do that john <laughs> Every time I mention CNN on the podcast, John has to play the theme from Paw Patrol because uh, CNN's ratings are so low that they routinely uh, lose um, uh, the ratings uh, to this uh children's cartoon on Nickelodeon right? It's, and with it's a
2: really obnoxious, obnoxious
0: <laughs> little theme song. Well, it, it's a Canadian show, so they do it in French as well. Okay. <laughs> well, anyways, but uh, speaking of CNN, boy, I can hear that thunder, Diana. Yeah,
2: you're about to hear some more. I just got a major flicker out the window. Oh, oh my
0: goodness. Well, anyways, the headline uh, on an analysis by CNN reporter Stephen Collinson, Trump's surreal arraignment day in Washington augurs ominous <laughs> days. August. Yes, August. augurs ominous days ahead, and I'm like, "Yeah, boy, that's some uh, that's augury." Uh, yeah, yeah. To use the Chicken word entrals. augur in a headline, as I say, I don't think I'm. I've ever seen uh, well, that word. In aug- the
2: devil. Let us let us be very careful and give everybody the definition. Augury is the practice from ancient Roman religion of interpreting omens from the observed behavior of birds.
0: Yes. As well as the entrails of uh, yes, uh, uh, that's
2: that's different, that's horoscopy. Uh, don't worry about it.
0: Okay, but but, anyways, yes, it's (laughs) a a, but but it augurs ominous days ahead, (laughs) and uh, and and the column uh is is one of these things that's just um, uh, well, you've got to read the whole thing to really Mm. grasp how bad it is. Uh, He says it's a measure of the historic chaos that Trump has wrought since he bulldozed into politics. Yeah, Yeah, and and elsewhere he says it was Trump who forced the country over this dangerous threshold. And as I say, uh, he pretends that all of this was Trump's fault. that that Trump is entirely to blame for everything that's happened as if nobody else involved, including (laughs) Attorney General Merrick Garland and Special Counsel Jack Smith. None of these people had any choice or discretion in the matter. No, they had to indict Trump because Trump forced the country over this dangerous threshold, which I suppose is pretty much how The Roundheads explained themselves after they beheaded King Charles I. We had no choice. He made us do it. The Roundheads then set up a republic far Mm. more tyrannical than anything Charles ever did, much the same way as those later Regicides in France— imposed a tyranny more brutal and repressive than the monarchy of Louis the 16th and likewise mm-hmm. the bolsheviks were infinitely worse than tsar nicholas one might note a historical pattern here oh, and then yeah. since we're speaking of ominous auguries mm. contemplate america's future once our leaders save us from Trump's alleged threat to subvert democracy. Well,
1: yeah, but the whole, well, I don't think you understand uh, where we're coming from here. Um, Trump didn't rein in the swamp after he got elected. Okay? Mm. And he left too many of his denizens in place. Yep. And they got prepared for 2020.
2: Boy,
1: howdy! Now Trump's real crime against the deep state was winning in 2016. He wasn't supposed to win. They screwed it up, and so but but it's Trump's fault, uh, and they intend to destroy him uh, for that crime, and they're going to do it out in the open mm-hmm. for everybody to see, uh, and you know uh, they're going it's it's the old friend think about hanging admirals for the encouragement of others
2: hey this is more like a show this is a show trial i know show trials when i see them
1: well actually what this reminds me more of than anything else is a way of sending everybody to room 101 oh uh, no the, the the object of power is the object of power is power mhm OK, that they're doing this to maintain power. And mm-hmm. if you look at the indictment, uh, uh, I read the thing and I generally concur, concur with Jonathan Turley's analysis. When you go take your red pen to it, uh, <laughs> take out everything that's obviously protected speech under the First Amendment. You've got a haiku left.
2: Pretty much. Yeah.
1: I mean, there's just no there there. Um, and they're,
2: they're, they're, oh,
0: they're, my God.
1: they're
2: they are going to get Trump. I mean, oh, in one way or another, they'll get Trump.
1: Well, no, I mean, think back to the fact that they're about to indict him in Georgia. And do you remember that Ding Bat who was on all the uh, <laughs> shows? Wait, listen to her talk, of, listen to her talking about uh, being a, a foreman of the grand jury. Uh, this is uh, from a clip, clip that wound up on uh, Twitter. Uh, today.
2: Personally, mm-hmm. I want to hear from the former president. I wanted to hear from the former president, but honestly, I kind of wanted to subpoena the former president because I got to swear everybody in. And so I thought it'd be really cool to get 60 seconds with President Trump of me looking at him and being like, do you solemnly swear? And me getting to swear him in, I just, I kind
0: of you just thought that it. would be an awesome moment.
1: I mean, that's the kind of person that they're using to get these indictments. Yep. It- so, you know, it's just like, and yeah. Then, and then finally, to cap it all off, uh, you've got MSNBC with Al Sharpton. <laughs> oh, my God. Saying, look at a, you know, look at, we're looking at American history. Can you imagine our reading history that James Madison or Thomas Jefferson tried to overthrow the government so they could stay in power? <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait! 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 George, wait! Wait! The American revolutionaries trying to overthrow a government. Gosh, George III was the... unavailable for comment.
2: The Tories are unavailable for yeah, comment. Yeah. Yanko
0: Rosenbaum heavens. was also unavailable for comment. Ooh. I the idea of, of, of any news, self declared news organization. Uh, treating Al Sharpton as a uh, uh, a respectable figure, um, Crown Heights bitch. Okay, at least he's lost mm-hmm. some
1: weight since that started.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. but I I mean this guy, it, this guy is the most irresponsible
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, uh, and dangerous demagogue. But I mean, he
1: makes Blinken look like a completely self aware person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know, well, it's Madison easy for you to
0: laugh, to overthrow a government. Uh, yeah. You know, but I know, I know Jews uh, who have never forgiven Al Sharpton uh, for what he did. And in regard, they
2: shouldn't. You know, yeah, should, uh, uh,
0: Freddie's fashion mark. Hello. Well, I,
1: I have one uh, Jewish friend who has commented about Sharpton quoting the Russian proverb that John Kennedy used to quote. Uh, <laughs> forgive your enemies, but remember their names.
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. uh, but I mean, but you know, that whole, that whole thing that he was doing back then was a grift. Oh and, yeah. And uh, at this point though, you know, the way you suss all those things out usually is, is if, if it isn't strictly a power grab, like what's going on now with the Trump mm-hmm. prosecutions, the thing is you follow the advice that uh, Hal Holbrook gave, uh, gave Robert Redford. Follow the money.
2: Follow the money. Yep. Okay. And a parent.
1: Yeah, that's your cue.
2: (laughs) Wonderful. Okay. Um, In case nobody's figured it out, I really don't like Sam Bankman Freed. I am absolutely revolted, furious, and angry. Um Stacy writes that the graduates of prestigious universities have access to wealth and influence without regard to their moral character and so it is that MIT alumnus Sam Bankman-Fried will go unpunished for his crimes. Okay now um here's the thing the way that these headlines get written are to panic you to to um let me just let me just tell i've been watching the slow erosion of charges against sam bankman freed um and to review the state of play it's um initially sam bankman freed we're going to call him sbf from here on out Partied hardy in the Bahamas while FTX collapsed into bankruptcy, an unknown amount of customers' money going aglimmering. Initial speculation went as high as 10 billion. Most articles I have read seem to have settled on the vague descriptor of billions. Let us accept a tentative and conservative $3 billion, not a sum one finds under the couch cushions. However, Rather note that after the, uh, but however, note that after the rather breathtaking sum of 10 billion, one is almost relieved. Call this step one of the gentle fade out. It's not so bad, really. <laughs> SBF was extradited from the Bahamas. Carolyn Ellison was arrested. That's his ex-girlfriend, leader of Alameda Research. Uh, it, the woman is very odd. Um, I'm not going to go into the details, as were a number of FTX executives. Upon arrival in the United States, a number of charges were added to those which had been sent, been in the extradition request, including a fairly obvious set of charges for campaign finance violations. These added some startling additions to the public narrative about SBF's political contributions. he was the only the only person more more generous than SBF was George Soros, um, uh, but the charges revealed an eye popping one hundred million in campaign contributions made, according to the articles I read, uh, to influence uh, legislators in his favor. Well, duh. SBF was freed on bail of 250 million. That's a solid quarter of a billion dollars, folks. His parents paid it. And if usual bail terms apply, that means they laid down 25 million plus collateral. Then in June, a number of charges were semi-dropped because the Bahamas might protest that those charges were not part of the extradition agreement. There was an outcry as some headlines read as if all charges were being dropped. I know, I read one of those hot uh, headlines in my Google News feed and had to read four paragraphs before discovering that no, not all charges, just five that had been added post extradition. Wipe your brow with relief, then realize you have been played. Step two of the fade out accomplished. It's just technical stuff, he's still on the hook then on july 27th 2023 a campaign finance charge was dropped some people reacted by claiming that all charges had been dropped ap published this dismissive little nugget no prosecutors did not drop all charges against sam bankman freed so calm down you gullible wingnut step three of the (laughs) fade out The prosecution can still use the campaign finance information as part of the case. SBF will be held accountable come October. Uh, And did you know that the prosecutors are really indignant with SBF? Yeah, he's been giving interviews and providing juicy material to journalists to influence the jury pool. Prosecutors have asked that his bail be revoked. Have you heard about this? I read about it a couple days ago. Uh, Carolyn Ellison pled guilty and is cooperating in revenge. Sam Bankman Freed released some of her diary entries. So um, with the publication of the diary entries, the prosecutor's stated concern is that this will undermine her testimony. Why Carolyn Ellison, poor girl, has been discredited as a witness. So the case will be so much weaker if she's put on the stand and impeached oh dear our major our major witness is not credible step out step 4 of the fade out almost complete i have some some opinions um i like wealth i think wealth is a good thing um i'm not envious of people who have more money than i do it's just kind of dumb um but watching sbf's fade out that angers me he stole he stole vast sums Virtue signaled while doing so, wallowed in decadence and depravity, and then gave a little shrug and a smirk to the cameras as he was led away. Am I sure that he's going to be acquitted? No. Elizabeth Holmes uh, was convicted and resorted to pleading her belly for a lenient sentence. But I'm not really optimistic. And if he's acquitted and no further trials uh, 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 result, I won't be surprised. All that is required are a few more steps in the fade-out shuffle.
1: Well, but see, the thing here is that this has to be short-circuited as much as possible. Otherwise, remember that $100 billion you were talking about of Uh campaign contributions? Oh, yeah. uh, This needs to go away so that there'll be a a break in the trail of of following the money. Oh, yeah,
0: there will be. Well, you know... um, The the thing about this is that it's an insider club, okay. That if you went to the if your if your parents went to the right schools and you went to the right schools, it's this second generation privilege, Mm -hmm. Um, and you know the um, uh, you know that both of uh, his parents are. Uh, influential academics. Oh, wait. Yes, mother. they are. Yeah, and um, and so uh, all the right people with the correct opinions, if you know what I mean, uh, are are required to be sympathetic uh, to this. And 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 you get like you said, uh, you're some kind of paranoid wingnut. Yeah. If you think that the fix is in here. Oh, you know? I think and, the
2: fix is and, in.
0: And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, well, obviously, the fix is in. Oh yeah, uh, and, and Merrick Garland's Justice Department does not deliver justice. If I mean, you know, and, mm-hmm. and this idea of uh, uh this idea of um uh, as you say, you know, the idea that you're envious of uh, uh, of these kind of privilege. No one should have that kind of privilege. Power corrupts, and absolute power. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I mean, that's why well, yeah, that's Sam Bankman-Fried thought he could get away with it,
2: with, with a see, shrug but, and a smirk. But
0: see, that's that's the reason why
1: so many of societies uh, tend toward fascism rather than classical liberalism or communism. Under uh, uh, under socialism of the uh, of the sort that was described, by communi- was described by communism described by communism. Uh, Powerful people get rich under uh, free market capitalism. uh, Rich people get powerful.
2: Mm -hmm. Okay,
1: Mm -hmm. but you can combine that under fascism. And that's the reason why as soon as somebody calls me a fascist, I assume that that uh, that they're basically uh, engaging in projection. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of these people are. Uh, rich people who have become powerful and therefore using their power to become richer. Uh, And that's just the way it is. Like I said, follow the money. Mm -hmm. Speaking of money, uh, Stacy, tell them about the
0: yellow button. Folks, if you will go to my blog, theothermccain.com, you will notice near the top of the page in the center column, the yellow button with the word donate on it. If you will click the yellow button, it will take you to my PayPal account where you can contribute dollars, pesos, euros, yen, shackles, any currency you got except Russian rubles uh, uh, can be donated through PayPal uh, to help support the blog help support this podcast, but most of all, to keep my wife happy, because she likes it when I make money from this uh, crazy gig. (laughs) And uh, uh, keeping my wife happy is job number one. Meanwhile, over at my good friend John Hoag's blog, Hoagwash.com.
1: I don't have a yellow button. I have a tip jar icon over in the uh, sidebar on the right. Click on that and you'll be taken away to my PayPal account where you can contribute to the support of HoGwash or this podcast. Or you can just be nice and send me money. That's nice too. (laughs) Uh, Or you can shop at the HoGwash store. There's a link to that there. There's stuff branded in ways related to the blog. Uh, Or you can shop using the Amazon shopping links that you'll find both at HoGwash and the other McKay. We both participate in the Amazon affiliate program. When a blogger does that, uh, and you use one of those links, the blogger gets a small commission from Amazon, which is a good thing that they do to help support the blogosphere. Regardless of how you choose to support us, please remember the five most imper- important words in the English
2: language. Hit the freaking tip jar.
1: Yeah. When I <laughs> See, I'm stumbling over words, and I guess it's from old age or something like that, because it's been... <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's been almost 60 years since I first, uh, strapped on a microphone and played radio announcer, uh, and did a whole bunch of time, uh, doing real actual beat news, uh, gathering, uh, for AM radio. Uh, Hmm. remember, remember when AM radio really was a, a powerful news source, uh, I got out of that line of work when I went full time uh, in the engineering profession, but I I kept writing magazine articles and doing technical editing, and then uh, in 2011 I got into blogging, and here I am again. <laughs> so, uh, Stacy, though, uh, you had a whole lot of more professional
0: experience than
1: I, <laughs> at least in this uh, journalism game. See,
0: yeah, by by the way, by the way, and I, I, I just want to say this about journalism. OK, the mystique uh, that mm. journalists have created about their own profession. OK, uh, Ink stained you know, it's wretches. a job. OK, it's a job. Right. <laughs> and uh, the problem is, is that is that too many of them think of it as a career.
1: OK, well, you know, or too many of them think of it as a chance to be a star. And you can blame Edward R. Murrow and his uh, his boys at CBS for that. Well, uh, they're,
2: I, No, I, I, you have to blame all the president's men yeah. because everybody thought they were going to look like Robert Redford and uh, Dustin Hoffman.
1: Well, I, I look like, kind of... <laughs> I'm almost as ugly as stuff to Dustin Hoffman.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but
1: not, but you're not uh, Well,
0: I uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, I, I had a post this week called The Taylor Lorenzing <laughs> of Journalism uh, featuring... Uh, My old boss, Wes Pruden, Mm -hmm. uh, he was, uh, during my 10 years at the Washington Times, um, uh, it was, um, uh, we tried to avoid getting it wrong, okay? okay? We were very concerned about accuracy because back when we were printing words on paper, and I know the kids are shocked, that this actually happened. We (laughs) printed words on paper and you couldn't just push the delete button if you got it wrong. No, you had to print a correction. uh, And uh, we prided ourselves on, on doing far fewer of those uh, than the, our uh, hated crosstown rival, the Washington post. When I used to, uh, uh, he used to uh, go on G Gordon Liddy's show he always he always <laughs> he, he hated the Washington Post uh, you, mm. you you could maybe you could think about why he hated the Washington Post so much G. I don't Gordon think he got
1: along with uh, woodward and Bernstein yeah
0: exactly well. well anyways um uh, I, I in this post, uh, which you can read at the blog, uh, the Taylor Lorenzing of journalism. I talk about uh, what it was like uh, uh, if you got an error past the copy desk. Okay, you wanted mm. the copy desk to catch your errors because if they got if an error if a mistake got past the copy desk, that meant Jeff Etnire was going to see it. Mm. Jeff Etnire was not a tall man. But Jeff Etner, uh was a uh, amateur bodybuilder, okay, and, oh, dear. and he had a had a. Uh, uh, I don't. I used to think he just hated me personally, but oh my <laughs> God, when when Jeff Etnar came over to your desk and said, "Hey, uh, could you call up that story about the, you know the budget bill?" oh my God, you know, your heart sank, okay? Your
2: hands were shaking, you yes. were sweating. Yes. You felt your yes. breath coming fast. Yes,
0: oh my God. <laughs> I, have, I have let a mistake go past and Etnar is here to call me to account for it. You didn't want to fuck up, okay? And so, so it was very serious. Most of us, and the important thing that I've got to say here is that back in those days, You started out at a small-town paper doing local journalism, okay, that everybody had to pay their
1: dues. Or you started out at uh, a campus uh, AM carrier current, not even over the air station, or Mm -hmm. one of the 1,000-watt day, Mm -hmm. 250-watt night uh, AM stations. Yeah, it's the same principle. And
0: you had Mm -hmm. to start out, and nobody started – uh, yeah, yeah, this thing now where you've got 23 year olds fresh out of college who think <laughs> that they are competent to comment on national affairs. <laughs> and, and I just want to uh, uh, beat these sons of bitches. Uh, excuse me. You're No, go No, Go ahead. Finish your thing. But I just well,
1: want to just slip go ahead. There. Well, no, I mean, th- th- that's just it. A 23 year old who thinks this uh, thing. One of the, one of the things that taught me a lesson when I was 20 years old, Mm. was being the uh, newscaster on a 50,000-watt Clear Channel AM station that was the number one R&B station in the country on the 4th of April 1968. Oh. The night... Uh, King, uh, Dr. King was shot. Yeah. Uh, you, you talk about being careful about what you said. Yeah. You know, oh, wow.
0: Speaking yeah. of 1968, now that you bring <laughs> up the topic, uh, but I, uh, uh, in my post at my blog, I linked to my column at the American Spectator, that's spectator.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, called American Journalism is Decadent and Depraved, uh, in which I s- say that surveying the disgraceful condition of our nation's 21st century news media, there are times when the questions occurs to me, what would Wes Pruden do? Mm-hmm. Okay, And this was inspired by an article, I, a headline I saw this week, at uh, Huffington Post, now called Huff Post, mm. uh, they changed the name. It's a long story. I just Huffington Post, and everybody understands. Yeah, uh, the headline was RFK Junior.'s latest tweet is being widely interpreted as a Nazi dog whistle. Yeah, right. I'm not I'm kidding not you, dog. folks. I'm not kidding you, folks, because of a tweet. And what is being widely interpreted, uh, uh, they're trying to paint Robert F. Kennedy Jr. as a Nazi sympathizer. And uh, while you uh, scrape your brains up uh, off the floor after that scanner-style head explosion, uh, the key phrase here in that headline is widely interpreted, by which they mean (laughs) Random people on Twitter are saying stuff. And um, uh, uh, you would have to go read my column to, to get the background on this. But where did it come from? This idea of treating tweets, right? We're going to treat tweets as actual news stories, Right, okay, well, I
1: mean it, it is possible that somebody would put something out as a tweet, and it would be news, but yeah, uh, yeah, well, they unload what? two thousand words the the thing yeah, I mean, the thing is for these people, Twitter is the real world,
0: <laughs> right, right, right anyways and and it made me think of Taylor Lorenz um, uh who whose april twenty two story had the headline, Meet the Woman Behind Libs of TikTok, oh. Secretly Fueling the Rights Outrage Machine, okay? In which she basically doxed uh, Raya uh, Chayek, um, the woman uh, responsible for the Libs of TikTok account. And uh, the overkill uh, involved in that it just shocked me. And I... And, I, and then I I got thinking about that article uh, you know from the Huffington Post, and it was that that made me think of my old boss West Pruden. I was trying to imagine what would happen if someone walked into Mister Pruden's office and tried to pitch him on a story like that. Hey. These people on Twitter are saying Bobby Kennedy's kid is a secret Nazi sympathizer and we want to do a story treating this as serious news. You want to know another don't-know-much-about-history? Wes Pruden would have fired them on the spot and kicked (laughs) them down the stairs, not necessarily in that
1: order. order. And here's another bit of don't-know-much-about-it history. How did... uh, his father die he was shot in the back of the head how did his uncle how did his uncle john die he was shot in the back of the head how did his uncle joe die not a lot of people know this he was shot in the back of the, the, head, back of the head by a nazi uh, while he was flying a mission over france so uh you know it, it just the whole idea is just so disconnected from the historical reality of the kennedy clan there's a lot of things you could say about them one way or the other but least- well
0: i mean joe the the uh, joe the elder uh, yeah the the, the father well, of the man uh got uh lost his um, um uh lost his um ambassadorship to england because uh, he mm-hmm. was accused of being uh, pro-nazi
1: but but his son joe uh was a navy pilot and died flying a mission over france being shot in the back of his head by a nazi so you know it's uh it's just the 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 disconnect from reality is
2: they sit there they the thing is they call everything a dog whistle and it's like i'm sorry i'm not a dog i can't hear that pitch but they can uh, yeah which makes them the dogs well and, it, and besides which it's like they sit there and they they just torture everything it's like what was the the tweet had something like thir- had something like 14 and 88 but it also had 67 what does 67 mean that's just never addressed <laughs> I, honestly come on people grow yeah. up
0: it, it, this um the people who do this, but the point is, is that none of these people, so far as I'm aware, has ever actually done old fashioned reporting. Okay, well, maybe- where I there have been times where I reported stories where my notebook was the only record of of, of what had happened. Okay,
1: or, or my or my reel of tape. Yeah. Uh, That's I and these people have never been out there to cover a city council meeting.
0: Right, right, right. And they are <coughs> they, grandiose. They become grandiose. They're saving the world from Nazi tweets, you know. And I'm like, I'm like, I hey, think about this. Okay, think about what you're saying. That this tweet, uh, with its alleged secret code, represents some sort of Threat. Well, uh, but
1: yeah, but, yeah, but, but look at, but look at the uh, lack. Okay, you're you're, treat, you're you're trying to carry put these people in a, in the same box as perhaps people who can think logically. You've got <laughs> a bunch of people who are reporters against the First Amendment.
2: Yeah. Which it tells you everything you need to know about well, I mean, these they, people. They
1: don't think a whole lot of the, the entire rest of the Bill of Rights. You can think about, you know, uh, they think uh, <laughs> that you ought to be able to uh, be searched just on a whim, or that the government can take your property because you want to, or uh, if you really want to get them stirred up, go with the. Second. As
2: long as you're as long as you're one of those nasty knuckle dragging Republicans out in yeah. the out in the boonies somewhere who right. we know don't know and probably you probably smell bad and shop at Walmart. Yeah. Uh, but
1: here's the thing, man. get them started, go, go, punch the Second Amendment button. And what's, re- what's really driving them nuts now is, remember, they're the people who are, who are trying to get rid of uh, 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 a cash bail, they're the kind of people to get people uh, just turned loosening. Well, one of the things that's happening is after the Bruin decision uh, last year, which said, well, gun control laws have to have some sort of root in uh, in 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 the history at the time of the founding, or maybe at least you can go back to when the Fourteenth Amendment was ad- adopted. Okay, mm-hmm. so now a bunch of federal uh, federal public defenders are saying, under Bruin are going and saying, well, hold it, my guy's been arrested for, for having a uh weapon that doesn't have a serial number on it. Serial numbers weren't required until nineteen sixty-eight. Correct. Uh, that's not exactly back to the, to the time of the founding. And so you're having, you know, if, if you want to look for liberal liberal people, uh you try a federal public defender on for size. Oh my and, God. And then but they're mm. so now you see they're they're against Bruin, but they're for it. <laughs> Right. Uh-huh. Or, or uh, if
0: it means criminals are, or if it means ending mass incarceration, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, Well, uh, well wink. first of all,
1: yeah, but, uh, but the thing is, is that, uh, this, the, 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 you know, the people who make their own firearms have never, you know, as hobbyists never have been required to put serial numbers on it. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but now uh, there's a big flap where, uh, the uh atf is saying oh no you gotta put serial numbers on them and uh, so uh, you know so it's it's going to be you know there's an interesting set of alliances here because it all depends on whose ox is being gored as to when any one of the uh parts of the bill of rights should apply
0: (laughs) Uh, john uh, i'm going to interrupt yeah this podcast for a minute uh uh, and I know all the uh, strong uh, political news to tell you that the Detroit Tigers have defeated the Tampa Bay Rays four to two, which means that if the Orioles win tonight, they will be three games in front of uh, uh, the Rays in the uh, uh, American League and East if standing.
1: Ever, And if and if they ever uh, uh, decide to clean up Baltimore to make it. Uh, of something Livable. approximately safe, I will go down to Camden Yards because it's my favorite ballpark. Yeah, yeah. But well, in the I meantime, you, I, I just can't care.
0: I, I, I tell you, my my uh, my son is taking his kids to Camden Yards tomorrow. So yes, my yes. yes. Is that a day Here game. I am, is is he, out in the woods, trying right. to stay as far away from this mess as possible. My daughter is in D.C. And my son is going to Baltimore tomorrow. It's uh, anyways, but I, I was just, I just happened to check that score and I was so happy.
2: Uh, but meanwhile, now,
1: meanwhile, you know, uh, there's a whole lot that could be done to enforce the law and take care that uh, people who violate it, uh, pay, pay appropriate penalties and are taken off the street and that sort of stuff. And yet it never seems to happen these days.
0: Um, I Uh, On my blog, theothermccain.com, there's a story headline, The Preventable Mm -hmm. Death of Kalia Jones.
2: Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: Yeah. And and this boy, I tell you what, a story (sighs) that would make your blood boil. Um, In July last year, uh, Kalia Jones was kidnapped by her ex-boyfriend. Um, he broke a window of the vehicle she was in with a handgun, pulled her from the car, forced her into his vehicle, then fled. Okay, he was charged with making terroristic threats, kidnapping, criminal damage, and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. July 2022. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what happened last month? A man accused of murdering his ex-girlfriend, I I am here uh, quoting from 11 Live News in Atlanta, a man accused of murdering his ex-girlfriend was out on bond at the time of the alleged crime after the Clayton County District Attorney's Office missed a crucial administrative deadline court records and district attorney Tasha Mosley confirm and and here's the, the law in Georgia okay you cannot yes. be held without bond mm-hmm. more than 90 days pending an right. indictment okay so the the district <clears throat> attorney if, 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 if they want to hold someone without bond, has to get an indictment within 90 days of the arrest. Okay, mm-hmm. so from the time a suspect is arrested, the clock is ticking. Now, in this case, Cameron Hopkins um, had been... Uh, the judge originally agreed uh, to, to hold him without bond until uh, the district attorney uh, uh, could do it. And for some reason... It didn't happen. It, nope. It, Not it, until
2: it, March of this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, what is this thing? What is
1: this with Georgia DAs? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh.
0: And the well, you got to know Clayton County, and and oh my God, how it's changed in the.
2: There are so many bad things said about well, Clayton County.
0: Uh, the fifty years since—I mean, you know—you could go back to uh, circa nineteen seventy-eight when I was dating a girl in Red Oak. Uh, mm. Who? Why? Uh, uh, <laughs> Hello, out there, Peggy, wherever you are. Uh, what? What a what a lovely girl! What a lovely girl! Anyways, okay, I'm thinking about. Uh, Thinking about Clayton County in 1978, which is not Clayton County in 2023, where the attorney general, Tasha Mosley, said uh, said that she missed the deadline, admitted she missed it, and called the oversight, quote unquote, a mistake. To which the mother of the dead girl said, my child is dead because of a mistake. I do not accept
2: that. She shouldn't uh, either. Good heavenly day.
0: Yeah, and I posted the video here, but meanwhile, uh, Georgia's um, legislature has passed a law uh, Mm -hmm. creating a commission that has the power to remove local prosecutors who
2: uh, fail to uphold the law. It's and more along. The words are really refuse. They're not yeah. saying it. Incompetence is not necessarily uh, an issue, as much of an issue.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it. it just uh, you know, it, it should. I know. You know if uh, you know if people. Where is Black Lives Matter? You know uh, <sighs> right where is black lives matter when something when a girl i think they're spending this weekend one of their mansions yeah right yeah right you know so it just it just makes you angry uh and it uh, it
2: makes me furious um despite the idiot tattoos on her uh which could have been removed i suppose um she looks like a sweet and cheerful child and she died because this jerk wasn't in jail
1: yeah. Well, but I mean that, that's that's not limited just to Georgia. It's it's all mm-hmm. over the country, and 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 you know we we usually end this uh, uh, this uh, show with uh, one of Stacy's uh, uh, <laughs> crazy people are dangerous uh, uh, bits. But I really almost wanted to uh, uh, title this instead of crazy people are dangerous. I
0: left my mind in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I was thinking of Diana who escaped yeah. San Francisco to make it to Valdosta. Yes. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, news from San Francisco quote, Good "A thing. lot of people around here have mental issues, all right? In which I introduce you to you Ryan Blueford. Of San Francisco, uh, who just a couple of weeks ago departed. Uh, he is. He's now among the. He is. He's uh, Join joined the, the, the choir. Immortal. Yes. yes. Immortal. Eternal. Yes. He is. He is a. Say, dead parrot. Is yes. what we're talking about. Uh, he doesn't look like a norwegian blue <laughs> right right uh, no, he doesn't uh
2: but uh, he's only upright on that perch because they nailed his little feet to the and, to and, it
0: uh, riot bluebird of <laughs> of yes Sorry, we've got to Bluford stop learning, of San francisco um uh lived in the Bayview near uh, neighborhood, which uh Diana informs me in the comments is is probably not the most prestigious address in San Francisco. It's not a great
2: area. Um yeah. it's not that there aren't good people living there, it's that uh there are a lot of bad people yeah. wandering yeah. the streets. Well, in this
0: case, the police were uh showed up uh there. Uh, their their anti-gang unit uh, was there in the middle of the afternoon uh, and uh, apprehended a young man uh, who was wanted on a warrant Uh, and and as i'm watching this thing i began thinking about broken windows theory because Mm -hmm. what's something i noticed that was going on is that the police show up They put the cuffs on the guy, and the guy was standing around talking about five or six of his buddies. They were hanging out near the street corner, and as the police are kind of escorting him, you know, toward the corner where they're going to assume they're going to get picked up in a uh, by a a squad car, um, um, I noticed that the buddies weren't dispersing. As nope. And I'm thinking, man, you know, and I'm trying to think back to, you know, if I'm there and the cops show up to arrest my buddy, I'm going to just kind of casually walk away. OK, not in too obvious of a hurry because I don't want him shaking me down. OK, that's the thing <laughs> is that back from my days as a teenage dopehead, I developed a, <laughs> uh, a, a, you know, I just don't like being around cops. OK, it just makes me a little nervous for some reason. <laughs> and so it's but 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 they these people were not dispersing. OK, they no. were hanging around talking and I'm going like. What the hell is going on here? And it made me think of the disorder uh, described by um, uh, uh, James Q. Wilson and George L. Kelling Mm -hmm. in their famous uh, Broken Windows article. This was back when the Atlantic dared publish things that questioned the conventional wisdom. But meanwhile... Uh, so I had watched this video, and I started watching it without reading the description. Okay, I, mm-hmm. I, I, and and so I did not realize that it was in San Francisco, and I also um, did not realize how it was going to end. So about <clears throat> uh, about uh, six minutes into the video, here comes Ryan. Bloopers who shows up and begins just if you watch the video, which mm-hmm. I uh, I link from my site. If you watch the video, he comes up and starts using obscene, vulgar, and insulting language toward mm-hmm. the police officer and threatens them, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, that call caused them to uh, do a signal ten twenty five. <laughs> which means send help okay and Lots uh, I, of help. I i if you read some of the linked accounts about seven patrol cars uh, re- respond to this 1025 call mm-hmm. and and on body cam you see the guy get out with his AR15 and say drop the bleeping gun you put your bleeping hands up. I'm mm-hmm. gonna shoot you in the bleeping head. Okay, mm-hmm. that's how they're trained now, right? Is that when it's time to you know disarm a suspect, when you draw the gun, you give them forceful language to let them know that you mean business. Okay, and uh, and some of the people don't understand why they do that, but it's like it, we're going to communicate intent here. Here's the alternative one of which is you doing what I tell you to do. And the other of which, well, they go, you ain't going to be around well, that, to talk about it, buddy. but
1: that, that, that's interesting. Cause it's very different from my father's training when he was involved in federal law enforcement in the forties.
0: Uh, uh, you just drew your gun and fired. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That was before the Garner case. And, and the Garner case is just completely uh, shackled law enforcement. You know, the, the presumption used to be right. It, it, well, no, it, you
1: never used, you never pointed a gun uh, in any way to threaten or disarm. You just, uh, if it came out of the holster, you, you fired.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, but uh, I'm, I'm watching this, you know, and, uh, um, and uh, they had this article um, with the headline, and I'm going to read the, you this headline. Bayview neighbors lament police <sighs> shooting death of Ryan Peanut Blueford. Oh, right.
2: <sighs> yeah. The Bay I View remember, man, by the way, the case from 06. Go on. Okay.
0: The Bayview man shot and killed July 26 by San Francisco police officers. 41-year-old Ryan Blueford of San Francisco was known as Peanut. To friends and family. They recalled him as a loving father, brother, cousin, and friend. While acknowledging sure. the violent crimes in his past. Neighbors interviewed Wednesday night and Thursday morning. Said Blueford struggled with mental illness. And had a disdain for the police. The result of more than a decade spent in prison. For oh, various God. serious offenses. Yeah various serious offenses, the armed gang rape of a 16-year-old girl. Go to my Mm -hmm. blog, The Other McCain, and you can click the link to read the details Mm -hmm. of what happened. And yet, we're we're supposed to consider it a tragedy. A tragedy that a convicted child rapist uh, was shot to death by police when he, went, in, when
1: he was them,
0: right 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 uh, yeah he was struggling with mental health well i, I tell you how sure to end was. that struggle <laughs> and you can go watch the video if you know yeah. what i mean and i think you do but i hear the woogie woogie in the background which tells me it's time uh that we wrap up this week's podcast we will be back next week uh saturday 7 p.m. Eastern, usual time. Uh, Please join us again uh, next week. Thanks for being with us, Diana.
2: Always happy to be here.
1: Okay, good to hear from you again, and I'll give you a call this week about the technical.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Bye-bye, folks. We'll see you. Bye-bye.
0: I no I no Mr. Breeze <laughs>